1968 was an incredible year for Canada at the Olympic Games in alpine ski racing and for Nancy Green. But for myself, it was an incredible year because it just seemed like everything I was doing was now coming together and working to finally reach my dreams. I had been able to watch Jean-Claude Keeley and Nancy Green and then to the Ski Meisters Award Banquet to receive this trophy for the most outstanding Ski Meister of the year and understanding what it meant to be a Ski Meister. I really was living the best life. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast and our goal is inspiring participation, communicating precision and empowering performers to podium and I hope you will tell your friends to go to their favorite podcast provider or to junglejimhunter.com and subscribe, download and click on like and rate and review us and let us know how we can help you and what things you would like to know. I'm all about helping other people when they write me and helping them by podcasting or writing them personally and writing to them and and even talking to them if you ever want to talk to me. But I need to know what you need to know. And in this most difficult time in this COVID-19 period of time, uh, everything that I'm doing really revolves around the concept of, are you a first responder? Are we a first responder? Am I a first responder? I remember the minute that they told me I couldn't work anymore. When COVID-19 came out, I got up that morning and wanted to go to work, but couldn't. And so I made little sheets up and cut them out of the paper. And I took them to every address that was within walking distance on my block and said, Hi, my name is Jim Hunter. I'm here to help. Whatever you need, let me know. Here's my phone number. Here's my email. Here's my text number. And we were able to help people. And that's the goal of this podcast. It's about helping people that are struggling, that are fighting, that are trying to get through. And I want to end this week with what happened after the Ski Meisters Awards Banquet. And Nancy Green putting her hands on my face and said, go do it. My father still wanted me to play hockey and I still was playing hockey. But I wasn't doing well in hockey because I really didn't want to be there. I wasn't doing well in school. And so I was so focused on skiing that I remembered having this time with my dad when he used to say, you're never going to make it. It's too far. It's too much to do. Look at it. You only ski 18 weekends in a year, 36 days, because two days every weekend. Eight hours a day is 280 hours. That's 12 days of skiing in a winter. How are you ever going to get to the Olympics on 12 days of skiing? In six and a half years, that's 144 days. If you add in the Christmas camp and the Easter camp and a summer camp, you know, you add those days together and put them all together, you end up with, in six and a half years, 196 days on skis. You're never going to make it. At that time in Canada, and as it is today, the solution for sport and for most sport, especially for skiing, is You know, entry-level sport, then you show promise and they ask you for more days and more time on snow and then more days and more time on snow. And then maybe if you have the money, you can go to an Alpine Academy, but they didn't have one in my day and I could never afford to go to one anyway. The point is, is that as I looked at that and I studied it, I told my dad that his numbers were inaccurate. And I said, it's worse than that. And he went, what do you mean it's worse? I said, well, you go up to the mountain to ski for an hour or for eight hours in a day, but you actually only ski 42 to 45 minutes every day because the rest of the time is in the lift line and riding the lift. 
So you only actually have 3.13% of those 196 days. Yeah. And I'm not going to make it unless I do something more. See, unless you do something more than what everybody else is doing, and this is what we're all doing. We are all following what everybody else does. We go to work, we train, we join clubs, we put our kids in programs, and they all do the same thing. Where does the exceptional come from? For me, when I went to school at Colonel Irvin that first year in 1965, and I crossed over what is now McKnight Boulevard, and I know you're not from Calgary, you may not understand this, but just take my word for it. We had to go on North Mount Drive that went over a valley that was called the Spy Hill. Streetlights were on top, and underneath it was this valley that is now McKnight Boulevard. But at that time, it was just a hill that faced to the northeast. And when the first snow came, I said, I can ski there under the streetlights. And because I was used to getting up at 4 a.m. to milk the cows and to skate on my hockey rink at the farm, I stuffed my skis and poles and my training skis and poles and some slalom gates under the bridge. And I would get up at 4 and be there by 4.15, 4.20, and I would ski under the streetlights. I had to find more time. I had to find more days. And I was able to ski 33.3% more under the lights of Northmont Boulevard than I ever did on the mountains. Yeah, 10 times as much. I would climb up to the edge of the light, ski down, skate and pole up, ski down. I would study the pictures I took of the racers that were beating me, and I would try to rehearse and practice those. And all of these are things that you can do, you can control. The question is, will you? You see, we all can follow, but will we go further? The action you must take to get your act together, and this is what we've been focusing on this month, was, was I ready to race on the weekends? Yeah, because I stepped forward, stepped up, and stepped into the situation and made sure that I was on that hill as many days of the week as I could be from Monday to Friday. The communication with myself was, who was I going to listen to? The people that said I couldn't make it or what I could do in the moment, hoping I was right? Little did I know that years later, I would read a book by Angela Duckworth called Grit. And she says the best of the best of the best spend 80% of their time practicing alone to be ready. Yeah. See, for you to not follow the crowd and to lead it, you have to spend 80% of your time practicing alone with no one to encourage you, no one to motivate you, no one to stand there and say, keep going. You have to do that. And then when you train, I was training the emotional, mental, physical, and technical and tactical every day. Five things all at once, because I learned to multitask on that hill by myself. The Ski Meister's reward for winning that trophy was sending me to Portillo, Chile with Rosignol skis. The bonus for me was when I got to Portillo, Chile that summer. All the European teams were there and training on the same slopes. And now I had a chance to photograph the best of the best of the best. So I knew what I needed to be and to do and to become to be on the World Cup. Portillo, Chile is almost at 8,000 to 11,000 feet. And most campers skied in the morning and slept in the afternoon because at that high altitude and lack of oxygen, they were passing out because they weren't in shape. But I was never out of shape. I was always in shape so much that I would even try to go up and ski their courses. 
Yes, I sometimes ran the European team's courses when nobody was around and no coach was there. I know I'm a bad kid. My quote for you for today is this. A first responder turns obstacles into an opportunity in their first response. You see, we all have obstacles that get in the way. We all have reasons why not to do something. But it's those that respond first and do what they know they must do that become the first responders. And they step forward, step in, and step up. My personal dare to you is give yourself a heart shiver and be a first responder. I know this is tough to do, but help someone you do not like. Start something you have always wanted to do. Make one step toward your next dream. Inspire someone else to move toward their next dream. Tell someone you love what they do that makes you shiver. And tell your kids what they do that makes you shiver in a positive way. And the hardest one? Forgive someone that has hurt you deeply and move on. Why? Because you have the power to. The Ski Meisters Club, we can all be a member of a club. We can all feel like we belong to a club. The Ski Meisters that led the way took it seriously and intentionally. My first ski sweater was blue with gold and silver threads running through it. And getting my Ski Meister crest and sewing it on meant being a Ski Meister was one who improved what it meant to be a Ski Meister. I cannot thank them enough for making the investment in me to send me to Portillo, Chile for those three weeks that gave me a real glimpse into what I was going to become. I really appreciate you listening. I hope you'll have grown before we meet next time. <laughs>